hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. To roll or not to roll, that is the question. <laughs> Actually, the question is, what should I do with my 401k if I've left my previous employer? Should I cash it out or transfer it? And that's a question from MK, a Queer Money podcast listener and Queer Money Facebook group member. And you're listening to Queer Money episode number 248. Today, we're answering MK's question and sharing three steps to take with your 401k once you've left an employer. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer your question in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Capital One's checking and savings accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. We're often asked, guys, how do my partner and I get on the same page with our finances? It can be a scary conversation to have, but it can also be a fun and productive one. That's why we created the Couples Money Guide so that queer couples can get on the same money page. Between now and Valentine's Day, February 14th, get both the Couples Money Guide and the Budget Buster Bundle, the same budget that we and many of our credit card payoff course members use to pay off debt and stay out of debt, all for one low price. Now that we have the attention of all you 90s and early aughts ravers, <laughs> which David was one, <laughs> let's have a media and fun discussion about 401k rollovers. And since this is a lot of math and technical stuff, David, please take the floor. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to answer this question today about should I do a rollover or should I cash out the money from a previous employer sponsored plan in two different ways. Uh, we're going to cover it from the normal circumstances pre 2020 and hopefully post 2021. And we're going to then also cover it the way things are right now in this crazy, unnormal world that we're living in right now. Uh, so we're going to cover it in two different ways. And that's primarily because in 2020 and 2021, the CARES Act and the COVID-TR Acts had a big impact on what happens here. And I will say, thank God we have some elected officials thinking about the majority of Americans and not just the rich, because those changes have a significant impact here. And we'll so, discuss those changes here exact, in this episode. Exactly. So we're going to first cover this from the normal so that if you're listening to this in the future, you can get what really you should be doing or what is really happening. And then we'll talk about the current circumstances for all of those of you who listen to us regularly right away. <laughs> <laughs> so first, normally we're going to say, do not cash out your 401k if you don't have to. And, and the question is why? Why shouldn't I cash out my 401k? Well, normally, if you are under the age of 59 and a half, you're going to pay a penalty on the money you take out of that 401k. 
I say normally because of those that CARES and COVID uh, TRX. No matter what your age is, though, you're going to pay taxes on the amount of money that you take out of this 401k or this previous employer-sponsored plan unless it's a Roth 401k. Now, the interesting thing is, is that Roth 401ks are not that common. So the vast majority of folks have traditional 401ks and they are going to end up paying taxes on this no matter what your age is. So you may be asking yourself, well, how much, how much would I have to pay? Well, that depends. Like with most financial questions, it really depends on your circumstances. So we would suggest checking with an accountant for your specific example. Now we're going to share an example here to kind of help you understand the impact of what happens when you do withdraw money from a 401k. So let's say you are an individual who's in the adjusted gross income tax bracket of 22%. That means you're likely as an individual earning about 50 to $100,000 or as a couple earning about 75 to $150,000 and basically what that does is that puts you in that 22% tax bracket. We're going to start off with that. And then let's say you have an employer sponsored plan that has $10,000 and you just decide to take that money and keep it. So the first thing is, in normal circumstances, you would pay a 10% penalty on that $10,000. That's $1,000 right off the top that you don't get of that $10,000. Then, because you're in that 22% tax bracket, you're going to pay about $2,200 in taxes and maybe even more, depending on where you live in the country, based on your state and local taxes. So that means that you have a potential, this potentially could cost you $3,200 or more, basically a third of all of that money. You, you remember this money, when it went into this employer-sponsored plan, you didn't pay taxes on that when it went into that traditional plan. If you went into an, a Roth plan, you did. So that's why you aren't paying the taxes when you take money out of a Roth plan. But the vast majority of us, we have those traditional plans. So that means you're likely going to pay this really hefty amount of money. It's a lot. Yeah. When you take this money out. So if you're getting, if you're looking at it and saying, I'm going to get $10,000, don't, because you're not going to be getting $10,000, right? Then let's take a look at the circumstances of what, it, what it's like 2020, 2021. And what do we recommend now? The exact same thing. If you don't have to take the money out, don't take the money out. If you're going from one employer to another, don't cash out your employer-sponsored plan. Do a transfer to a, a different type of account. But we also understand that circumstances are different right now. So if you don't have a job, if you have been furloughed or you're earning significantly less, we want to take that into consideration. But no matter what the circumstances are, there are some tax implications here. So again, normally if you were 59 or under, you'd pay a penalty. But thank God for those elected officials, that penalty has been waived for 2020 and 2021, which means that if you took the money out in 2020 or you're 
going to take money out in 2021, you're not going to pay that 10% penalty. So that is a good thing, right? But you still have those normal circumstances. Although let's just stop and say that things are changing rapidly when it comes to these laws. And even during the time period that we were preparing for this episode, there was the change of the COVID-TR Act. We didn't anticipate that this reduction of the penalty, the 10% penalty being waived was going to come into 2021, but it did. So we're glad about that. But the taxes that has not really changed. So again, if you're in that adjusted gross income situation of 22% tax bracket and you took out $10,000, you're still going to pay $2,200 on that money taken out. You're still going to have to pay those taxes. You didn't pay the taxes when the money went in. You have to pay the taxes when the money comes out. One thing to keep in mind here, that there is a provision in these new laws that if you do take money out, they are allowing you to basically spread the tax cost of that or when you decide to put that money into your taxes for the year, they allow you to spread it up to three years. So if you took money out in 2020, you can add that into your taxes for 2020, 2021, or 2022. If you take money out in 2021, then you can spread it out into 2021 or 2022. So it's nice that you can actually spread the cost out, but you're still going to actually have to pay the taxes. Now, if you're in that circumstance where your income drops significantly, you still have some taxes to pay because the lowest tax bracket is 10%. So remember, you're likely going to have to pay about $1,000. So when you look at that money, don't think that all of it is yours. Make sure you're setting aside some money for taxes if you're going to do a distribution like this. Uncle Sam's going to get his mitts on it. (laughs) Yep, exactly. (laughs) And again... A lot of these things are changing. A lot of these variables are changing real time. So regardless of what you plan on doing, we highly recommend that you talk with a tax professional, an accountant, to understand what the situation is at the time that you might take that premature distribution so that you know what to expect. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere. So banking fits into your life, not the other way around. So we don't recommend you cashing it out. What do we recommend, David? (laughs) Roll it. (laughs) We recommend that you roll it. Now, there are two ways to roll it. The first way is that you can roll it over into your new company's sponsored retirement plan, 401k, 403b, 457. But we don't recommend that necessarily either, typically because 401ks and all those company-sponsored retirement plans are expensive to manage. They have fewer investment options that are available to you, and those investments are typically expensive. So we want you to reduce your expenses, and we want you to have more autonomy with what you invest in. So we recommend that you preferably roll that former 401k money over into what's called an IRA rollover account, which acts very similarly to a 401k or a traditional IRA. How do you do that? Well, that comes in three steps. Step number one, contact a brokerage firm if you don't already have one, or contact your current brokerage firm and ask them to open up an IRA rollover account on your behalf. Once they do that, 
we highly recommend that you ask them to add beneficiaries to your account. So you can add whomever you want to add to this account, your partner or spouse, your children, siblings, whomever that you want to leave money to in case anything adverse happens to you. Step number two, contact your plan administrator for your old 401k, or in some cases you have to contact your former human resources department to initiate what's called a rollover. This rollover can either be done in one of two ways. One is your plan administrator can transfer that money directly to your new IRA rollover account, or they will have to send a check to you for you to then deposit into your IRA rollover account. Of course, we prefer the former because that means that your hands don't actually touch the money and it reduces the risk that you might make a mistake and have to pay the penalty and or taxes on that money if you don't do everything right. So in order to initiate a direct transfer, typically the plan administrator will need your new IRA rollover account number. It'll need the name of your new or current brokerage firm who's holding your IRA rollover account. And they'll need the name that you have listed on that account. So in this case, John Schneider. Or in my case, John Schneider. <laughs> the other way that you can do a rollover is the mail option. They'll, well, they'll mail you a check. That means that the plan administrator will distribute the funds. They'll send a check to you, and then you'll have you'll be the responsible party that'll have to put that money in the IRA rollover account. The best way to do that, if that's the only option for you, is to make sure that they make that check payable to your brokerage firm on your behalf. So. TD Mayor Trade Care of John Schneider. You also want them to have the IRA rollover account number on that check for you. So it's crystal clear where that money needs to go. Yeah. And what's nice is that when you contact your HR department or your former employer and you're going to initiate this money coming out of your employer-sponsored plan, they'll send you paperwork and the paperwork will ask for all of that information. And then they will follow their guidelines as to whether they can do a direct transfer to the new brokerage firm or they send you a check. Just keep in mind, if they send you a check, it's not your money. <laughs> it needs to go into that rollover account or you will end up paying the taxes at least right now and in the future taxes and penalties. Exactly. So if they're mailing a check to you, you have 60 days to get that money from your 401k account at the time they make the distribution into your new IRA rollover account. If you miss that deadline, then you have to pay that taxes and or penalty. Step number three, and this is critically important, make sure you get that money invested. If you don't actually take proactive action to have that money invested, it'll either remain in cash or be in a low yield money market. In either case, you're gonna lose money over time. So you definitely have to get that money invested. There is so much 401k money and IRA rollover account money sitting in cash and it is hurting people financially. So we encourage you to get that money invested. In order to help yourself do that, we highly recommend you going to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 248 to download the free super simple investing guide. And what that does is it talks about what asset allocations are and what asset allocation might be appropriate for you. It'll help you understand or create your investment profile so you can understand your risk tolerance and your time horizon. And all of that will help you figure out what type of investments and even what kind of investments are appropriate for you. In that super simple investing guide, we also provide investment descriptions and details. So if you're not familiar, it'll tell you what a mutual fund is, what an exchange traded fund is, what bonds and uh, cash are, all sorts of investment ideas that are available to you. You'll have an understanding of what those are. 
And the reason for that is you either want to work with your brokerage firm and a financial advisor at your brokerage firm to get that money invested. And this will help you have a better conversation with that person. If you choose to not do that or that option is not available to you, you'll be responsible for picking and making the purchases of your investments. And so you want to have an idea of what options are available to you. So we recommend going to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 248. So how often does this happen? How frequently do individuals need to move over to a rollover account? Well, how often do people quit jobs and move to another one? <laughs> how often do people get laid off? How often do people unfortunately get fired? <laughs> so, <A lot. laughs> right. So it does happen a lot. And we actually asked this in the Queer Money Facebook group. We, we said, who has a 401k or a employer-sponsored retirement account at a former employer still? that they haven't done anything with. And 39 people voted on this. And what was interesting is nearly half, 19 people said that they still have money at a former employer. And that is surprising to us because that means that more, more often than not, those folks really aren't managing or looking after that money and have kind of maybe even forgotten about it, right? And so that's not that's not a great investment future for you if you've kind of forgotten about that. Um, so we, that's why we encourage you to get it over to something that you will see on a regular basis. We also want to maybe share here is that there was the suggestion that in the comments on this poll that you maybe roll this over to another employer the reason why John and I don't necessarily recommend that is partly, as John said, the fees at these employer-sponsored plans can be expensive, not just for having the account, but also the type of investments that they make oftentimes have higher fees. The other thing is, is that I left a previous employer. And when I did, I put that money into an IRA rollover account. And the investment choices that I made have had a significant impact on how much money we have in our retirement accounts. I made some investment choices that have grown massively. And those investment choices were not available for me to make in a new employer-sponsored plan. So that is one of the reasons why we suggest not necessarily just going to an employer-sponsored plan. The other thing is that there was a comment or suggestion here about doing a backdoor Roth conversion. Now, backdoor Roth conversions are somewhat convoluted and confusing, and we already talked about them on Queer Money episode number 195. So we don't want to muddle this particular discussion anymore. Uh, so if you have any questions about doing backdoor Roth conversions, we suggest listening to Queer Money episode 195. But just to provide a brief explanation, we would not recommend necessarily doing this. It's contingent on what tax bracket you're currently in and what tax bracket you think you'll be in the future. And it may actually be more beneficial for you to wait until the future after you retire and you fall into a lower tax bracket. So despite the suggestion in the post to actually do a backdoor Roth conversion at this time, we would say probably not likely the best option for you. But again, Listen to Criminal episode 195. When you've done that and you understand that a little bit better, talk with a, an accountant or a tax professional. There are also more 401k options and company-sponsored retirement plans that are available. We talked about earlier, 403bs, 457s, and whatnot. We did explain all of those in Queer Money episode one nine. I'm sorry, Queer Money episode one sixty six. So if you have any questions about that or if your particular situation, we recommend listening to Queer Money episode one sixty six. So in summary. 
<laughs> what do we roll recommend? or not to roll? <laughs> well, as you can tell, we encourage you to roll the money from your employer sponsored plan into an IRA rollover account. So open up that IRA rollover account, initiate a rollover with your previous employer, make sure you're getting that money invested, get the help you need to understand how to invest or understand more about investing so you can have that cogent conversation with those folks at the brokerage firm. Again, recommend that you go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 248 so that you can download the super simple investing guide. And then I wanted to ask the question of you as listeners, if we were to put together a workshop to help you roll over from a previous employer, from a previous employer plan to a new brokerage firm, is this something that you would likely be interested in and would attend? Let us know by emailing us at questions at debtfreeguys.com. This kind of gives us an idea as to whether or not this is a workshop that we should put on. How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. It's not a mystery how some queer couples rocket with their money and others struggle. The winners talk about their money together. Let us help you and your partner talk about your money, whether you're a new couple, an older couple, or a thruple. Between now and Valentine's Day, February 14th, get both the Couples Money Guide and the Budget Buster Bundle, both for just $27. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your Queer Money takeaway from this episode. Don't cash out your 401k, 403b, 457, or traditional IRA if you don't have to. Don't do it. The taxes and penalties are just too expensive. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer your question in an upcoming episode. Thanks, and have a great week. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking Queer Money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.